Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It is your boy, K-Troll on the mic, joined as always by Ethan Gelfand. Ethan, what is happening? You know, we just had kind of a, a big thing going on last night, and now we're here to recap it. Because That's guess what? Right. Today is the season opener, guys. And so it's spectacular. It's the best day of the year for NFL. Uh, we got the Lions facing off against the perhaps Kelsey-less Chiefs and Chris perhaps. Jones-less Chiefs. So... This is probably the best time the Lions could be playing the Chiefs right now. No doubt. I saw some stat last night about uh, Chris Jones not being there, and it was like, with Chris Jones in the lineup, the Chiefs have number one in the league on quarterback pressures. Without Chris Jones, they're like 30th or something. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like one player impacting that much is insane. Would you say he's on Aaron Donald's level? Probably, yeah. He's not as famous as Aaron Donald. You know, Aaron sure. Donald's been doing it for like every year, forever, and just – unrivaled he's just gotten that reputation but yeah i think he's he impacts the game in the same way and there's a few guys that do that honestly i think jeffrey simmons is that way in tennessee, tennessee he's not as much of a pass rusher as like harold landry is here but he stuffs the run like judon in there then, then too matthew judon boom matthew judon's a freak he is <laughs> and he wears he those red sleeves which i was I like. gonna say i love those red sleeves maybe i'll just start doing that just you should do that that would definitely video. fit you <laughs> that you should get the same bag. size as him and it would just see it drooping off of you like a it would just be like parachute pants for my arms it's perfect that's right, that's right. <laughs> parachute sleeves well um you alluded to it we're going to be recapping our coveted long-standing 12-man draft from last night this league has been going on since college and uh it's taken on a few different iterations but it's kept the core nucleus of players and uh, it was a doozy. We <laughs> it was a doozy of a draft. I mean, I, it the, the tone was set honestly by the fourth pick. Yes, and yes. It's just okay. This is what's going to happen. This is tonight. what's going to happen. It's going to be wild. And it threw off all of our strategies. And yeah. So I mean, let's just jump right into it. So as you remember, you know, uh, half of us did like a draft combine to see where we were going to fall in the draft order. And then the other half, it was just kind of like a randomizer, which was fun. Uh, next time we try, got to try and get everyone to do the combine. It was a good time. So yeah. anyway, uh, Kemper, you were picking fifth and I was picking eighth. Again, this is out of 12 teams. We just expanded last season to 12 teams. So it, that's a whole another animal in and of itself. And then yeah. again, I don't know what it was about the draft last night, but it was wild. So you were picking fifth. You were picking right after your brother, which sometimes you like, sometimes you don't. Uh, you feel he always snakes your picks, but this time I don't. I don't think he did that. I think he just went rogue. And... He went completely rogue. So here's what I'll say: Normally, we have more podcast episodes leading up to the draft, and we have shown our hand a little bit yeah, more. We're not do. We didn't do that on who we want to do. <laughs> we did not do that this year because we, the podcast is taking on a different a different angle as well, and so we're not going to be doing as much heavy hitting. We were big into heavy hitting analysis. Big, big. We're not going to be doing as much of that. We thought about doing an episode on Tuesday and saying like, do we give people like our, I, yeah. I must draft this guy. And they're like, no, because half the people they're in this league, listen to the podcast and they're going to snake our people. <laughs> so we didn't like intentionally did not do that. And it paid off for me because my brother, although he does not listen to every episode would have listened to the one episode where we gave away our favorite players and would have yeah. absolutely just snaked me the whole time. He had no idea. He did get, he did get Jalen hurts, which I know from last year, he knows I love. You love, but um, he took him in the second round. But anyway, it so, was it was wild. It was wild. So the first three picks went pretty to book. You know, it was a combination of Jefferson Chase and McCaffrey. You know, so it went JJ Chase McCaffrey, which you know you could say anyone could have been that number one pick, but those yep. three were essentially the, the consensus top three. Then what'd your brother do at four? 
Yeah, so I, I <laughs> mock draft this thing a million times on Sleeper. And <laughs> the one thing Sleeper did was Travis Kelsey was always in consideration for a top five pick. So it was yep. those two receivers, Jefferson, Mc, uh, Chase, McCaffrey, and Eckler, and Travis Kelsey. Those are like, in every draft I did, pretty much, those are the first five picks. Unless it got to me at five, and I would take Tyreek Hill maybe instead of Kelsey. I, I mocked it out a couple of different ways. Sure. Well, my brother at four <laughs> decides to go with Nick Chubb. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? now I'm all thrown off. Because I have, I've like the first three went exactly as expected. I think if he takes Eckler, I'm going to take Tyreek Hill because Kelsey's say, anchored. Would, and like, I'm ready to go because I know what my would, team's going to start looking like. You had wrapped your head around taking a receiver in that spot. You're like, maybe I'll do a zero RB, you know, just line up, yep. stack up on receivers or a Kelsey, same kind of idea. So that yep. was your that was your strategy. But now you're like, well, crap, I can't pass on Austin Eckler. I so. know. I like very reluctantly took him, and I should be stoked about that to get him at five. I think that's a great value there. But like, I don't know. In in some weird way, I didn't want one of those guys. I guess right. because I just, I'd mocked so many times and so I know what times. my second round pick is going to look like that. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, I can get a, I can get a stud in the second round and like, I'll be better off maybe, but it didn't go that way. So I did not. right out of the gate immediately, I'm off track because I'm now I've got a running back in the first round and I've mocked this thing to have a receiver in the first round almost yep. every time. And I had mocked running back first, but like, I don't know. It just, not as frequently. It just you didn't are, you are mentally prepared for yes. wide receiver first. Yes. Uh, so then Tyreek goes six and then here was, you know, so at the end of last season, y'all know what I, my, what I had said from the beginning, no matter what, this is what I'm doing. If he is available in the second round, I am taking Patrick Mahomes. And I, and everyone knew that. I mean, you knew that and it didn't matter cause you were after me. So you wouldn't be trying to snake him anyway. I'm like, cause I'm done not having like a stud quarterback. I've always waited the past like five, six years. I've always waited on a quarterback. You know, not happening this year. I'm going to get Mahomes in the second. Might be a little early, but whatever. So then I have the eighth pick. What does Mark Hazer do with the seventh overall pick? He takes Patrick Mahomes. So again, it's not like I was going to take him in the first round. But that then just threw it off for me because then I was starting to wrap my head around like maybe I'll get you know, maybe I'll do a Saquon, maybe Bajan Robinson. Well, one, I didn't even think Bajan was going to be at my pick at eight, nor yep. did I think Saquon was a toss of two. So then he takes Mahomes, and then one, I'm already pissed off because I was going to get him on the turn in the second. And now, like, what do I do? Because now there's a player there that I didn't think was going to be there, Stephon Diggs. I didn't think Bajan Robinson was going to be there. Uh, Saquon, I'm pretty sure was, but I had kind of told myself receiver, same kind of thing as you done all these mocks. I was taking receiver at eight. Cause I was, I was happy with how it was kind of going from there. Yep. So then I was, well, again, I was just really pissed that Mahomes was already gone in the first round. And I, I, I froze because, you know, Bajan's there, but I just, for whatever reason, I couldn't pull the trigger. And so yep. I ended up taking Stefan Diggs. Um, I just like having that stud receiver right out the gate, that first round guy. I want, yeah. you know, there's a top tier of about five guys, and he's the fifth one, which is fine. Um, so I I, I want Dicks. And but then what was crazy is Bijan didn't even go in the first round. Yeah, that was I mean, again, so many wild things happen here. So first off, you had a quarterback which started a run, which we didn't expect that early. You had Travis Kelsey ended up going 11, which, which was later than he normally would have mocked out, but that was obviously just based on his injury concern here. Um, still probably a great value. 
you had Garrett Wilson went 10, which is earlier yeah. than he's been mocking everywhere. But this is, this goes to the, goes to the mantra, like get your guys, get your when guys. you got a guy, go get them. And I'll come back to that. Cause that's, that was my strategy the entire draft. And it, it may or may not have paid off for me. Um, but so then round out the round. So right after you went Saquon, Garrett Wilson, Travis Kelsey, AJ Brown at the turn, Derek Henry at the turn. So Derek Henry starts the second round. Things are starting to normalize a little bit. CD Lamb, still no B. John Robinson. <laughs> Finally, the guy who gets Garrett Wilson, who went out and got his guy that we all thought might go get Bijan. Bijan fell to him Ends anyway. Getting him anyway. Crazy. You know, yeah. third pick in the second round. It's, it's later than I've seen Bijan in almost every draft. Um, so that was great value there as well. Um, and then Devontae Adams goes, who I think you would have had a little bit of thought about if he just, if he just slipped all the way to you for yeah. your second round pick. But here you are. So he made it through the end of the first round, beginning of the second round. There are still two stud quarterbacks left. Will you live up to your mantra? I will right. get a stud quarterback this year. That was the and big I was, question. And honestly, like I was looking at Devontae Adams, and honestly, I also wanted to have someone fun that I know I'm going to be seeing a lot. So one name that was Amon Ross St. Brown, he, and that's a good value pick in the second round. And then I would have Diggs and Amon Ra as my two receivers, which I would be stoked about yeah so he was honestly the guy that i was thinking about right there i'm not touching cooper cup just because of that injury i can just see that being a nagging thing throughout the year he's already out week one so i wasn't touching cooper the only other potential question mark might have been like a tony pollard uh just so i could get a running back but i was really looking at amon ra or do i stick to my guns i wanted Mahomes, and i was so pissed off i was like you know what screw it i'm gonna win on a quarterback then i was like you know what no that's what I say every word. year. <laughs> I'm going to stay true to my word. Try something different. Got Josh Allen in the second round, which, which obviously I didn't even little... I didn't even connect it at the time. But you created a stack, which I, I think did. is fantastic. I mean, I, I love did. that. I got so Diggs now you got Allen. Allen and Diggs, which I think is a pretty nasty one-two punch. Yeah, and you got your quarterback could easily be the number one quarterback this year. There's no there's right. no telling who it's going to be. But yeah, I mean, I just about in every mock. Josh Allen was going probably late second, early third. So, I mean, it was probably a little early for him, but I was like, you know what? I need my stud. Now's the time. Cause by the time it gets back to me, they're all going to be gone. Yeah. So I, I had to get yeah. Got Josh. They're definitely going to be gone by the time it gets to you. gets back to you. We'll see that yeah. here in a minute. Um, so after you Cooper cup goes for the guy who took Mahomes in the first round, still probably earlier than I would have wanted Cooper cup, just because I, I genuinely feel like they're going to be, they're doing some weird stuff with him. I'm worried that it's going to be a much longer injury. I mean, if he's going to a specialist now, like he's had it since the beginning of August, and now he's going to see a specialist. That's not good. It's not. A good I've heard something there. They may. They think that could be some nerve issue going on, and that's something you do not want to mess around with. So, uh, anyway, I'm seeing the draft start to fall, and another quarterback's off. That's good news for me. Cooper Cup's gone. That's good news for me. Some of my guys are starting to stick around, and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a chance. And I'll tell you, when I mocked every time, I got Tyreek Hill at five. I got Tony Pollard on the second round. And I was thinking, if Tony Pollard falls to me, this thing is over. I'm gonna have <laughs> I'm gonna have Eckler and Tony Pollard. I'll be so jacked. Um, and of course, the other target I always look at is Amon Ra, who I love, have loved him. I owned him from day one. I was there and uh what a stud. So of course, here's Except the first, in the championship game. Here's the first snaking occurs where uh Tony Pollard goes one pick before me. <laughs> stupid blake took tony pollard i was so mad i was so mad he wanted to literally jump through the computer i will strangle you blake i will strangle you i will end your life 
so now I'm stuck with this decision of there's one more stud running back in my mind that's top tier, and that's Josh Jacobs. I, I do think what he did last year is repeatable. I think it's a symptom of Josh McDaniel's system. I think it's a symptom of getting Devontae Adams in there to yeah. take some of the pressure off the defense. You know, I think it's a I think it's repeatable. So in my mind, I'm thinking, I kind of feel once again, I kind of feel like I gotta go with Josh Jacobs, but I do love Amon Ra. I do love Jalen Waddle. I do love Chris Olave. They're all sitting there. I ended up playing it quote unquote safe and went Josh Jacobs here. So yep. then I've started two running backs, which two running backs, which all year before I would not do that. Yeah. <laughs> and here I am. So I've got Josh Jacobs right after me. My brother takes Jalen Hurts. And so the top three quarterbacks are done. I'm thinking, no problem. I still, you know, fourth or fifth round is what I was really wanting to target Justin Herbert, maybe Burrow, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, one of those guys, maybe Justin Fields, but I, I don't know. I, I felt nervous about him because I was so in on him last year. So I just thought fourth or fifth round would be a good spot for that. So yeah. anyway, that's why I waited. Which typically yeah, I'm gonna happen. Not. Like in all these mock drafts we were doing, I was usually getting yeah. a Herbert in a fifth or even a sixth round, like early sixth. Yes. I got and, him in fifth many times. Exactly. And so then what happens is, so your brother takes Jalen Hurts and Amon Ra gets off the board, Jalen Waddle. Uh, a lot of your mocks, you would be getting up Waddle and Hill at the same time on the same team. Yep. And yep. then this was, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this was a shocker. Well, no, it was a shocker. End of the second round, fourth quarterback off the board, Joe Burrow, which yep. four quarterbacks. In this the is when you knew round. we were in trouble. Yeah, like, but, but, but you weren't you weren't worried about it, and maybe you weren't paying as much attention. I was like, "Shit, we might be in trouble <laughs> here because this is where people get scared, and it starts these runs, right?" And it, just and then, it didn't start a run immediately, but it right. just you know it's one less guy that you think is going to be available in the fourth or fifth, and now it's a twelve team league. So in a ten team league, you probably don't worry at all because there's so many good starting quarterbacks. In a twelve team league, it's just that many less people start getting backups, and all of a sudden you're like, you can run into some trouble. So. Yeah. This is one of my first warning signs that this was going to get bad. <laughs> like row. Um, okay, so then into the second, into the third round. Excuse me, you have the fifth overall pick again. Etn comes off the board. Joe Mixon, and then I knew you were hoping this guy was going to drop to you. You love him so much, Chris Olave. You want? I knew that's who you were targeting because you didn't yep. have a receiver yet. I knew that's who you're going to pick. But yep. unfortunately for you, he goes third in that third wow. round, so he's off the board. Followed by wow. DK Metcalf. And who did you end up going with? So here again, this is where I was a little irritated because I was thinking in my mock drafts, third round, I either got a lave, maybe Waddle fell, but not usually. Or I'll tell you, and I never, I didn't mention this to you a whole lot, but I was targeting Jameer Gibbs in the third round a lot of times. I really thought if I go with a receiver first, and even if I do receiver receiver, Gibbs would be a strong first running back for me yeah and so here i am again he's available but i'm like i've got two running backs i've got to address the receiver (laughs) you're about to take the larry schwimmer uh four running backs i was about to go l schwim five rb first five picks i mean i really thought about it anyway i just thought i thought about it anyway but there is a waning tier of receivers remaining that i think can carry your team and that included devonta smith t higgins calvin ridley those are the three i was looking at yeah. I'd had T Higgins before. I didn't really want a team's number two necessarily. Sure. Um, so then I was drawn to Ridley, but of course you got question marks there. I've been taking Ridley in some drafts. I've already got some exposure there. I never go with Devontae Smith. I think he's an absolute freak. Yes, and sir. that offense is money. So I think Smith or Higgins are actually really both in the same spot, but I take Devontae Smith and we'll see what happens. But 
part of me, part of me was like, this is for Chris. Roll Tide. Yeah, get roll me another tide. Alabama player. And if I do, if I do right by Chris, Chris will do right by me. I'm gonna win the belt. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so you get your first wide receiver. You get Devonte, and so then I'm looking at it, and I I had targeted Jameer Gibbs as my guy that round. I'm like, okay, I need running back now, no question. I'm getting one, and I'm I'm liking Gibbs in that third round. I think he's a good utility guy. He's going to get a lot of catches. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm all in. I'm literally just locked in because I'm thinking he'll fall to me. Uh, I'm I'm three picks off of you. So after Devonte Smith goes T Higgins, so I'm like perfect. And then the one person in front of me is the same guy who picked Patrick Mahomes in the first and Cooper round. Cup <laughs> and Cooper Cup. And then Wild card. Like, it's, it's one Mark Hazer and to put it lightly, he's not the most knowledgeable of the NFL, which is great. We love that he's in the league this year. You know, he joined last year, which is great. Uh, he did, did fine. And he knows he's not the most knowledgeable, but he's up for a good, a good time. So I was like, Oh, there's no way he's going to even know who that guy is. Who does he pick? Jameer <laughs> Gibbs. <laughs> I and I and I know this is a bad drafting strategy where you just get like totally locked in on a player and you don't have a, a backup. I was so certain he was gonna fall to me. Like once it made it past you, once it made it to you, basically, I'm like, well, I know Kemmer's not taking one, and then I'm like, I'm gonna get him. This is great. I was so locked in, and then freaking Hazer gets him, and I was so mad. I'm like, you don't even know who he is. Do you even know what team he's on? Give him to me. Give him to me out of your lack of knowledge. Yes. So anyway, Gibbs is off the board, but I know I need a running back. And so, you know, this is not a problem for you because you have two top tier guys. And I have I'm now on basically the second, potentially third tier of running backs. And I end up going with Aaron Jones, which it's not a sexy pick. It's not a bad pick. It's one of those guys who just always is. I even said this on the draft night. He always finishes top 11. You know, again, it's not flashy. It's not whatever, but he's going to be there. He's going to get your points. He's consistent. So I end up going with Jones there just because of desperate need at running back. Although I'd say you, and you were saying this during the draft too, I was very tempted to take Calvin Ridley there. Very tempted. I knew if you didn't, if you'd had a running back, I think you would have, but because you did, I knew exactly what you were thinking. Cause we've talked enough for me to know you like Calvin Ridley. Yep. You needed a running back. You like Aaron Jones in that spot. I had a feeling you'd go that route. Mark Andrews is a great pick there too. Um, I thought about him. I looked at him at the third, but again, I just I needed I needed to start the receivers. We start yeah. three of them in this league, you know. Yeah. That's the kicker. So uh, Mark Andrews goes off the board. A bunch of other guys that are not as surprising. Pretty standard. Uh, I'm trying to find like a, any any crazy picks in here. I mean, maybe so, Debo was a little earlier than has been going. Who? Debo Samuel at the end of the third. Debo, yeah. But that's you know when you're at the turn that's 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 you've gotta you've gotta, gotta get your guy. project out you gotta get your guy right yeah so not totally shocked by that um, in toward the end of the fourth Justin Herbert goes and I was pretty salty about that because I thought I could get him maybe in the fifth or sixth right so, so he's gone okay so here's my well. question for you so you thought he was gonna drop to the fifth or sixth round because here in that fourth round you get a third running back you get Miles Sanders so yeah. were you thinking maybe I get Herbert here or was he even not on your radar? Cause you're like, I'll be able to get him in five or six. I, he was not on my radar because I thought I'd get him or uh, Lamar Jackson in the fifth. So okay. I thought I'm good. I'll get one of those two guys. I feel not like hundred percent confident, but one guy ahead of me had burrow already. My brother had hurts already. So there were only two teams in front of me before the turn and back that needed quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping that they wouldn't go heavy on quarterback, you know? Right. 
So Curtis needed one, Andy needed one. Um, and then it was me. So I thought, calculated, hey, there's two guys I really want, and I'm just going to run the risk that they're they're going to skip. One of them will skip on one of those guys. So Curtis takes Herbert immediately, and I'm like, well, crap, that's gone. Um, <laughs> then we get around the turn. Darren Waller's gone. And then Andy, who – I mean, Andy, other than DJ Moore in the fourth round, his first five picks were exactly what I would have liked. CMC, Amon Ra – Chris Olave and Lamar Jackson and then DJ Moore in the middle there, which I wouldn't have done. But like, other than that, I mean, it's like, dang, this dude is crushing right now. <laughs> He's stealing all of my picks between him. He was snaking me more than my brother and he was two picks ahead of me. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really wanted to get Herbert. Around, he gets Lamar Jackson. I was like, again, about to jump through the computer. Cause now, now I'm stuck with the decision on Justin Fields, which I didn't want to have that decision. I wanted someone else to make that for me. I think I think he's gonna have another great year. I really do. I just well, I think I kind of want someone else to have it this year. And he didn't want to have to make that decision so early. And that's what I think everyone's like, crap, I guess I gotta get a quarterback now. And so it then just kind of speeds everything up and you don't want to have to make that jump, which I get. And that's yep. why I, for honestly, this is the first time I was like, I don't have to worry about this. This is great. That's true. That's true. Great. Uh, so going back to that fourth round, so you ended up getting, as I mentioned, Miles Sanders. So this was kind of a round where there was a run on running backs. So it started yeah. kick, kicking off the fourth with Kenneth Walker. Then Brees Hall goes a couple picks later. Then, then it's my pick. And I'm like, I, <clears throat> once again, I need another running back because I, I can't drop to that fifth, sixth tier of running back for my second. So I end up going with, I was looking at two guys. I was looking at Damian Pierce and Najee Harris. Crazy that Najee had fallen this fall. I know, we're all kind of down on him, especially the last year. He was so mediocre to gross. Uh, I think he should still be solid. So I, I was really going between Pierce and Harris. I ended up going with Damian Pierce just because, you know, he's the the workhorse in Houston. They're garbage, but they're they're trending upward. At least they're run heavy right now. So I ended up going with Damian Pierce as my number two guy. Then just to show Mark Hazer. So he was picking after me this time. Who does he go with? James Conner, <laughs> which, you know whatever he's a touchdown maker make fun of him while you want to he catches passes and he touchdown maker there's nobody else in that backfield i don't think it's a terrible pick it's early it's, it's a fourth early. round that's he's, my thing he's usually like a sixth round guy or seventh yeah. but whatever I no but this again i have no problem that's, that's why i ended up taking miles sanders though i mean he starts running backs are now depleted i'm just like crap i know yeah. eventually i want to have a third and normally in all of our mock drafts we were looking at cam Akers and um james cook in like the eighth or ninth round, as great they value, make it that far. <laughs> they didn't even come close. Um, James Cook is in the fifth. Yeah, Cam Akers sixth. He's I mean, the like sixth. there was no chance to to wait. It just just did not play out like we expected. Not at all. So then, so, so fifth round, you still don't have your quarterback. You don't want a tight end. Justin Fields. So or a tight end. Take? Yeah. Who do you take? I didn't. I thought about Justin Fields, and this is where I started saying I'm going to go get my guys. I got Christian Watson, and that was early. I mean, there were he was he was only like the maybe the fourth or fifth receiver down the list from where they had projected him to go. But I skipped over Terry McLaurin, Drake London, uh, Michael Pittman. Yep. Um, Deontay John Pittman this year. I don't, I was very soured by Pittman last year when I took him. Uh, yeah. And I, I just don't see it improving. But anyway, yeah. Sorry, Michael Pittman. I took the jump on Christian Watson. I think he is a freak athlete. Yes. And I think I think he's got a chance to be an absolute monster this year. Be, yeah. So I'm excited about him, even though projections are low or whatever. Like I like him better than all those other guys that I mentioned. 
So I went with it and didn't look back. Now, unfortunately, in that round, Darren Waller, Hawkinson, I think Goddard goes later too. Like Kittle's gone. Like the tight ends are are gone. And so I I now don't have a quarterback or a tight end. (laughs) Justin Fields goes. And then at the turn, Trevor Lawrence goes, which was the like the last straw for me, where I was like, that's that was my great last great hope in the sixth round was he would come back and I get T Law. Didn't happen. So now I'm officially shit out of luck. You're out on the quarterback now. So going back to that fifth round, so you end up going to wide receiver. I I knew I wanted to kind of I needed to get back on the receiver train because I only have Diggs at this point. You know, I have Diggs, Allen, and my and now these two running backs. So I was like, I got to get receivers now because it's going to start start to get thin. So, uh, so you got Watson, then went Hawkinson and Pittman. So now I have the potential of a Drake London, Terry McLaurin. Uh, those are basically the two guys I was looking at. Uh, I mean, people around who are still there are, are Deontay Johnson, Chris Godwin. Deontay Johnson, I've never been high on. I know you had him a couple years ago. He's a stud for you. He was just always consistent, getting you like 14, 15 points. Again, not flashy, but consistent. You know, last year he didn't catch a touchdown, but, you know, it was Kenny Pickett's rookie year. So anyway, I, I, was, I was not a big Deontay guy. Uh, Chris Godwin, just a big question mark in Tampa. You have no idea what's going to happen there. So I didn't I didn't want to have a question mark. So it came down to kind of to Drake London, Terry McLaurin. I go back and forth. Drake London has this huge potential, this huge upside. I drafted him last year, started off hot. And then just tailed off, obviously, with the quarterback, whatever. Still question a quarterback with Desmond Ritter. So I end up going with McLaurin. I get some shit for it. Uh, obviously, he's his toe. But, I mean, I'm looking at him. He's consistent. And he's gotten over 1,000 yards the past three, four years in a row. He's going to be the guy. Sam Howell, you know, actually is looking solid. And so I, I begrudgingly took him. That is probably the pick I'm not as pleased about. But I kind of had to. Yeah. Um, the only other potential I might have gone was a Kittle, but I didn't want to then just have he's no injured too. He's had a groin injury. He's yeah. he's so inconsistent. He's I such a good guy. He's so inconsistent. And it's been frustrating for me. So I ended up going with McLaurin as my my wide receiver too, which yeah, it's again it's a little gross, but I had to do it. I know you all want me. You should you gonna take John Dotson. It's fine. It's all right. You saved him for me. I took Jahan Dotson in the sixth round. I was yeah, really I felt, I felt I bad for you free. having no quarterback or tight end. I'm like, let him get Jahan. Let him get, let him get Jahan Dotson. Let him get some good players. <laughs> so um, pretty chalky sixth round. Uh, Godwin went, who I kind of was targeting. I know you're worried about that offense in general, but I do think talent wins out. Yep. And Baker Mayfield is at least competent. So I think that's a great value in the sixth round. Tyler Lockett for you, a great value in the sixth round as well. He just continues to produce. Um, and then I took Jahan Dotson, a bunch of other dudes off the board. Cam Akers and DeAndre Swift do go in the sixth round. I think those are both probably good picks there for people who waited on running back. Um, not a bad look. It swings back around in the seventh. And so now we've lost more tight ends. And uh, Evan <laughs> I Ingram's still have gone. A tight end, though. I don't have a, you don't have a tight end. I don't have a tight end. Evan Ingram's gone. He's one of been one of my targets too. I'm just like, at this point, I'm just going to load up on running back and receiver Same. and just see what happens, you know, yeah. basically. So um, I end up taking Hollywood Brown, who I do think can have a really big year. He's, the, he's far and away the number one in that offense. Sure. I know there are question marks about the quarterback play, but again, if he's getting 10, 12 targets a game um, coming from Joshua Dobbs, who officially is going to be the starter week one, I'm fine with that. And it's- Kyler, it sounds like when Kyler's healthy, they are going to play him, so... Kyler comes back and he looks for Hollywood. That could be a great value play in the seventh round. Yeah, for sure. And I'm kind of at 
same point with you. I need to get wide receiver running back depth at this point. I mean, I'm not worried about tight end because he's mentioned all the big names are off the board. So I am going with this was kind of a, a stretcher for me. It's, it's more of a stash play. Alvin Kamara. I know he's suspended for the first three games, but I like his potential upside with a Derek Carr. Um, just a more stable, heavier quarterback, catching more of those balls out the backfield. I know they got Jamal Williams, who's going to get some goal line touchdowns there, but I like what, you know, on a reach in the seventh for Kamara to be kind of like a potential flex. I was, to I see if he's still that. got it. I think that's a great value in the seventh. Yeah. So then some receivers go off, a couple more running backs come into the eighth. Back to me, I'm like, you know, run what? on tight ends in the eighth or the remaining tight end. So I, you, of course, we were I all, all hoping, we were all hoping Kyle Pitts was going to fall to you, and like, you just <laughs> have to take him. We were hoping. I truthfully, I, I truthfully think I would have in the eighth. I think I would have had to, and I just eight. did not want to. I I knew I was going to pick a tight end in the eighth, and I was going to pick him, and I, it was between him and Fryermuth, and Josh picked him right before me. So I was like, okay. Yeah. It made the decision for me, which is fine, because I was like, I kind of don't yeah. want to have to make this choice. You're um, always big on fire moves. So yeah. I had two remaining quarterbacks that I was looking at, and one tight end I was looking at, and David Njoku's gone. So I was like, great. Right before me, Tua goes off the board. <laughs> that was one of the quarterbacks. I was looking at Tua, and I was looking at Deshaun Watson. I was like, if I leave with one of those guys, I'll be okay. Tua goes off the board, and now everyone else has a quarterback except for me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, at least there's no rush. Okay, well, Deshaun Watson. Ninth round, Deshaun Watson goes off the board. <laughs> I'm like, you've got to be kidding me for a second <laughs> quarterback for somebody. I'm like, you jerks. Okay, but but who did instead of Deshaun Watson, who did you take in the ninth round? In the ninth round, I took Jonathan Taylor. The controversial yes. pick. I can stash him on my IR, which I like because he is officially on the pup list. On the pup. So I have done that and picked up another quarterback. So now I have three quarterbacks. Um, But yeah, it's one of those like, hey, if it's worth anything in the ninth round, who cares? It's the ninth round. It's a flyer, man. I mean, we only have 13 rounds anyway. So to take a potential huge asset after week four, I mean, why not? Here are the other ninth round players that were drafted. Tyler Boyd, A.J. Dillon, Zay Flowers, who could be, who could pop. Michael Thomas. Huge question mark. Jacoby Myers, Juju yeah. Smith-Schuster, Zach Charbonnet, Elijah Moore, Jamal Williams, Deshaun Watson, Rashad Bateman. Like, none like of those guys really... are probably going to be league winners. No. You know what I mean? Uh, except for Zach Charbonnet. I think Zach, be... your pick, Zach Charbonnet. Charbonnet actually could be. He could be a, he could be a monster. Uh, and he's one injury away from having that backfield to himself and being a total beast. But that was a solid pick. I like that pick. I like Zay Flowers. But otherwise, oh. I was like, why the hell not? I'm going to tell you who didn't like that pick. Yahoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Yahoo Zach really like, that was a reach. I'm like, what? Screw you, man. <laughs> so you. finally in the 10th round, um, you get some running back depth with Brian Robinson, who's going to be a volume play. Not much yeah. of a pass catcher, but really solid play. Raheem Moster win the 10th. I think that was a great pick as well. He's getting the starting job. Yeah. I was once again. Geno Smith goes. That was another guy I was thinking. If I can get Geno, maybe I'll be solid. Someone <laughs> like, Smith if I can just quarterback. Get- if I can just get Gino. <laughs> I mean, everyone in the league starts taking their second quarterback. So I'm like, I there's no one left for me. Like, it's getting really bad. Yeah. So so I end up uh I end up I'm going going big or going home. I got Anthony Richardson, who is the <laughs> highest upside quarterback in the in the draft, probably. Everyone's unsure what to expect. He's got wheels like Lamar, he's got an arm like Josh Allen, but he's raw. So I know I've got to pair him with somebody else automatically. Yep. 
Um, so I get Anthony Richardson. I still don't have a tight end. <laughs> um, so in the next round, I grab Dalton Kincaid, also high upside. high upside. I don't know what to expect, so I know I'm going to have to find another tight end to go with him. Yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins goes off the board, so that was going to be <laughs> you my. Need a men- you need a mentor for Anthony Richardson. I needed a men- a mentor, and I was going to do Kirk Cousins, and he goes <laughs> off the board. I was like, why are why is everyone getting multiple quarterbacks? Got have two quarterbacks. You go to uh, Alan Lazard, who is a wild card, could be really good this year. We don't know. Yep. Um, wrap around, you get Jared Goff. I got you, man. Name you got too. Yep. I Daniel Jones you. goes off the board, so I'm just like, I mean, this is unbelievable. I get Cole <laughs> Komet to help with my uh, tight end slot, and then I finish with Kenny Pickett, who I actually think, believe it or not, I think he's going to have a, a really solid year this year. I think everyone, he'll be really good. Everyone thinks he's going to make that sophomore jump, so I mean, that could be a, a little mini steal and. Give you that. He's got weapons. I think George Pickens is a, is a stud. I hey, like if, Deontay Johnson. If this were a dynasty league, your quarterbacks are set. That's, <laughs> quarterback. That's true. <laughs> this were dynasty. So there it is. Uh, so let's just read off our, our full rosters real quick as we have gone through the entire draft. So I'm looking at Josh Allen as my quarterback, my wide receiver room of Stephon Diggs, Terry McLaurin, Tyler Lockett. Uh, my running backs one and two are Aaron Jones, Damian Pierce, with my tight end being Pat Fryermuth. And then my flex kind of rotating between a potential Brian Robinson, Kamara, Charbonnet, Alan Lazard. And that is my squad. And you got a, what was it? I got Yahoo? a D plus from D Yahoo plus from Yahoo. with a projected record of six and eight. <laughs> what would you give yourself? I would give myself probably a B minus. B minus. Yeah. I think I had a couple, again, like, I wasn't as pleased with the Terry pick, but I was just, again, everything just got shifted around. All of our strategies kind of got thrown into the freaking fire. Yeah, it was wild. I was not as, um, I didn't have my system in place like I normally do to, to keep me on. So I was yeah. just kind of shooting from the hip and it, it got a little ugly. Okay, so so um, as I mentioned, I put Jonathan Taylor on my IR so I could immediately pick up another quarterback because I was thinking about Sam Howell, and he's got that rushing upside too, and he's also got a great week one matchup. So I picked up Sam Howell, and we'll be starting him this week against Arizona. Hey, so I now have three quarterbacks. <laughs> but I've got Sam Howell in my quarterback for this week at least. My receiving room is Devontae Smith, Christian Watson, Jahan Dotson. Running backs, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs. Ooh. Dalton Kincaid at tight end and Miles Sanders at the flex. I could also flex Hollywood Brown, Jackson Smith and Jigba, who I really like as well. And then I've got Anthony Richardson and Kenny Pickett on the bench as a quarterback streaming trio that I'll be playing all year, potentially hoping <laughs> that at least one of those breaks out and becomes Until a weekly week starter five. for me. Until yeah. week five. So I got an F from Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> so I got an F. I think it's the first time ever. Like I'd normally I pride myself on crushing drafts, and Yahoo usually kind of agrees with me. They're projecting me to win one game this year. <laughs> one in 13 is what they projected for me. I'd give myself a solid C, okay. um, not an F. No, I no. actually, the more I've slept on it and thought about it, I'm more comfortable with this team. I am open to trying to make some moves here, um, even before the season bro. starts. <laughs> just get some trades going, just to, just to change before, the configuration the a little bit. Starts. So today, you got to make some moves today. Well, be- before Sunday, at least. But yeah. Okay, before Sunday. That's um, yeah, so we'll see. But I don't know. There's a lot of upside here. This is one of those high upside teams. It's like could fall completely flat or could be an absolute juggernaut. I don't know. Hey, just call you Charlie Day. Wild card. Wild card. Wild card. Wild card. Wow. So there you have it. So there it is. The uh, 2023 draft. Uh, No one could have predicted how it went down. It was wild. 
I got a quarterback. Kemper didn't have any. That was different. <laughs> different. Uh, so yeah. Now I'll, just, now I'll just see how it plays out. Season kicks off tonight. Lions Let's and Chiefs. Go. Let's go. Let's see if Kelsey plays. Ooh. Um, but anyway, till next time, keep on folding. Wait, oh, that's not right. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I keep messing this up. So until next time, keep on folding. Fold it again. <laughs> I wanted to say the pool boys are out. <laughs> <laughs> pool boys. Folding the cheese is out. <laughs>